the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Wow, God takes special interest in those who are bowed down. It takes special interest in those who feel they don't belong, who feel discouraged. Again, God is an ardent, avid advocate for the weak, the poor, the disadvantaged, the marginalized, the less privileged ones. And he actually prides himself in being their God. And he wants you and I, wants you and I to join him in his passion and compassion for these ones. Amen. Now, there is a very touching story in 2 Samuel 9, 2 Samuel 9, 1 to 13, which is actually our texts, and let's dig into that. 2 Samuel 9, 1 to 13. So you see, it says the first sentence here says, now David said, now David said. To put it in perspective, David is now the king. Saul is gone. After about a dozen years of running around, being chased up and down through the bushes, through the thickets, through the cities, you know, through everywhere by King Saul, David finally becomes the king. And he has actually done a whole lot of things after becoming the king. He has expanded the kingdom. Everything is at rest. You know, he has brought the ark to Jerusalem. I mean, everything is wonderful. And the Lord had visited him, promised him greatness and all of that. And even if we look at uh, um, chapter 8, 2 Samuel chapter 8, verse, from verse 15, it says, So David reigned over all Israel, and David administered judgment and justice. David administered justice to all his people. Then there's a list of uh, his cabinet members, all the people that you know, uh, were part of his government. So this chapter 9 that now says, now David said, now David said. After all of that, it's like, what else can I do? Looking around and thinking, oh, I remember, oh, the house of King Saul. Is there anybody? Let anybody still alive in the house of King Saul so that I can show him kindness for Jonathan's sake. Anybody left and now uh, somebody showed up. Of course, if the king will ask a question, everybody will be running around for an answer. So they found Ziba, one of King Saul's servants. He came around and David talked with him. And uh, the king said in verse 3, is there not still someone? Is there not still? There must be somebody. I want to show kindly. Is there not still? There must be somebody. Is there not still someone of the house of Saul to whom I may show the kindness of God? Did you, did you hear that? Verse 3. Then the king said, Is there not still someone of the house of Saul? To whom I may show the kindness of God. This is the kindness of God. This is God's compassion. This is God's kindness. 
I want to show somebody God's kindness, not just kindness. Let's not rely or, you know, depend on our own human attributes, greatness, strength, whatever it is that we think we have. Let's not depend on those things, whether it is your intelligence, your smartness, your quickness, even your sense of compassion, you know, don't rely on those things. Depend on the Lord. Receive from the Lord. And use his own kindness. Use his own forgiveness. Use his own compassion. Use his own intelligence. Because he is more intelligent than you. Amen. Use his own strength. You feel you are strong. Mm-mm-mm. Even young men fall. But those who depend on the Lord. Who stay on the Lord. Those who wait on the Lord, they will renew their strength. So don't depend on your own thing. Depend on the Lord. So David said, I want to show God's kindness to somebody in the house of Saul. God's kindness. Not just any kind of kindness. God's kind of kindness. That's what I want to show. And we will see here that this kind of kindness is great. Amen. It must be God's kind of kindness. David is showing this kindness to anyone still alive in the house of Saul. Not necessarily because of Jonathan, Saul's son, who was also a friend of David. Not necessarily because of that, but because of God's kindness. It's because of God's kindness. Not because, uh, oh, my friend was also part of the house of Saul. Oh, if it was just the house of Saul, I won't care. That's not what he's saying there. He's saying that whether Jonathan, whether I had a friend in the house of Saul or not, I will still show kindness to the house of this man that chased me about for 12 years, that wanted to kill me several times. I will still show kindness to this man. I don't know if any one of us can do that. Hmm? <laughs> can you do that? Somebody, somebody that wanted to kill you. Not just to, you know, take your position from you. Not just to get you fired from from your, you know, elevated, highly placed position. But actually wants to kill you. And goes around doing that for one year, two years, three years, four years, five years, ten years, twelve years. Send people all over the place to kill you, to get you. And you will still show kindness to the family, to the people. Anybody in that house, anybody in that family, only God's kind of kindness can show such a thing. You will need the strength of God. You will need the help of God to show such kindness. Amen. So I believe that David, who had received the mercy of God, who felt that God had shown him compassion and kindness, felt obliged to show kindness to the house of Saul, who never showed kindness to him. Amen. Is compassion something you deserve? Is compassion something you earn or merit? With men, maybe. Maybe not. But in the sight of God, we can never merit it. Amen. We can never earn it. We don't earn grace. We know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. That though he was rich, yet for our sakes he became poor. That we because of his poverty, might be what? Rich. Not that we earned it. Not that we did anything good. 
He said repeatedly, repeatedly, repeatedly to the children of Israel, I chose you not because you are better than other people, not because you did something wonderful. I decided to choose you myself. So God's kindness is not something we deserve. Saul, the house of Saul, did not deserve this by any means, by any rate. Again, it was not because David had a friend in the house of Saul, Jonathan. That, had, that, that is the reason why he was showing kindness. No, he was showing the kindness of God. God's kind of kindness. May the Lord teach us his own kind of kindness. May the Lord teach us his own kind of compassion. May the Lord give us his own kind of love. In the name of Jesus. Amen. God's kind of kindness knows no race, knows no religion, knows no ethnicity, knows no color, knows no language, knows no nationality. God's kind of kindness does not go by your race, does not go to those of a particular race. No, God's kind of kindness knows no race, knows no religion, knows no ethnicity, knows no language, knows no nationality, knows no color. Amen. But God's kind of kindness here is that knows no enemy. Amen. Hallelujah. If God will show kindness to somebody, you can't deny them kindness. If you deny kindness to, the, to them, then you are doing, you are going against God's will. But also, I want, you to, I want to say to you, I want to say to you, it's the wisdom of God that says this to you. Sometimes, there are people who God actually wants to take out, wants to remove. Amen. They have exhausted the kindness of God. <laughs> they have exhausted the goodness of God. And God actually wants to remove them. May the Lord open your eyes when you come in contact with such. That you don't show them kindness. The Lord give you wisdom. Amen. Did you hear what I said? Hallelujah. Like, forgot the, this king that the Lord saved his life. <laughs> and uh, then... Uh, he, he gave him an opportunity to experience something. And the Lord now said to him, why did you, why did you, why did you keep this person that I have taken out? Why did you keep them alive? Amen. May the Lord give you wisdom. Amen. Hallelujah. When I said that, it doesn't mean that uh, you be rough. Amen. It doesn't mean that you be rough. It means that you don't go out of your way. You still deal with them with wisdom. But you don't go out of your way to keep them against what God wants to do. Psalm 145 verses 8 and 9. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion. Slow to anger and great in mercy. The Lord is good to all. And his tender mercies are over all his works. So this kind of kindness that we are talking about is the kind of kindness that the scripture even talks about. It says when they persecute you. The people who are persecuting you. What do you do? You say, show them kindness. Hmm? They are persecuting you. In fact, they are killing you. They are killing you. They are torturing you. And you still show them kindness. He said, the Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger and great in mercy. Now, verse 9, I said, the Lord is good to all, to all, to all. And his tender mercies are over all his works. He opens his hands and satisfies the desires of every living thing. Lord is speaking to us on God's compassion, God's passion and compassion for his people. God's passion and compassion for you. Second Samuel 9.3, the scripture that we are looking at. Is there still not someone of the house of Saul 
to whom I may show the kindness of God. What a great example to all the people who were watching. Everybody was watching. The king. Everybody was watching what the king would do. Everybody was watching. What would the king do to this family? What would the king do to this family? Everybody was watching. And it was a great example that the king gave to everyone. Anybody that would do otherwise will be going against the culture that the king was setting in the land. It was a great example to everyone in the kingdom. Everybody knew what King Saul did to him. So he now publicly, publicly showed this kindness to the house that almost killed him, to the family that almost killed him. It was to teach everybody God's kind of kindness. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.